Switched on on F104 and I'm joined by Liz Maguire of Flea Market Love Letters. Hello. Hi, Louise. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for chatting to me. So tell me, what exactly is Flea Market Love Letters? Flea Market Love Letters is a passion project of mine. It is a digital archive of vintage love letters that I have found at various flea markets and auctions. Um, Probably I've been collecting for about the last 10 years, but uh, the archive has been running since 2017. When did you... I suppose, get the interest in these love letters? So I say I've been collecting about 10 years. I think I lost actual track because I remember Mm. the first letters that were bought for me. It was the summer. It was a shoebox at a flea market. It said letters $5 on the Mm. the side of the shoebox. And my mom bought them for me as a summer project. Uh, I was always bookish into history. And then I went back to school in the autumn and they went on the shelf. And it was uh, probably, you know, five or even eight years later when I was uh, living with my, my now husband, we were living in an apartment and I had this idea to just start photographing the letters mm-hmm. because I had this vision that if something happened to the letters, you know, I was the only one who had ever kind of, they, they had ended up with. So I started photographing the letters and I started putting them on Instagram. And from there I built out a blog and now flea market love letters exists. It's so interesting to think that somebody sold someone's letters. It's it's more common than you would think. Um, it tends to happen for a variety of reasons. It, okay. it could be that an individual inherits an estate or they're responsible for clearing out an estate and they just kind of in the in the emotion of that they just sort of put all the paperwork in one box and Mm -hmm. and send it somewhere or it gets sold at an estate sale or it could be along the lines of someone you know gives them away and there's 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 any number of reasons but it it is mindful as well that there may be individuals who don't want to keep the letters for whatever reasons um, so the, the letters that I have in the archive have been from flea markets and auctions, but there's there's any number of reasons why they might have ended up there. What sort of stories do you find in these love letters? Oh, I love them. I, I love so all I'd the love stories. That. So the, yeah. <laughs> the, the project is called Flea Market Love Letters and everyone thinks, oh, it's like, you know, the notebook. It's Nicholas Sparks. <laughs> it's it's I wrote you every day for a year kind of stuff. <laughs> and um, in some instances, it is. There are instances between boyfriends and girlfriends or husbands and wives, particularly in the World War II letters. But uh, I named the project the way I did because there are letters between, um, you know, sons that are deployed during World War II writing to their parents or um, the kind of friends writing to friends. And and there's there's a lot of definitions to love. So I think limiting the project to just sort of romantic love Mm -hmm. is in one way great for Valentine's Day. But for the rest of the year, it's it's awesome to look at the, the different types of love that the letters have. Yeah, I can imagine I would love that because I think that's why I'm still single. I'm looking for someone who's going to write me letters. <laughs> I could be left well, they, whoever's, whoever's listening knows the way to Louise's heart now, right? A good old fashioned love letter. Write me a letter. Because I was only saying to you beforehand, a long, like a, many years ago, we found my great aunt's letters to her then boyfriend who had stayed in Ireland when she went to London to get work as a nurse. And like we only have half the letters and you're kind of reading into like really in-depth into what they're doing day to day and it was just so lovely I know we just don't get that anymore no no we we really don't and I am a big advocate for the handwritten letter and today you know I I think that everybody should be at least writing birthday cards because there's just something to having a letter through the post box that you can't you can't replicate with a whatsapp no definitely not there's not as much feeling in it at all no, no. And also, I suppose, to look at the letters as well, the amount of effort that was put into a letter, like they made it look really pretty as well, didn't they? They didn't just slab it on a piece of paper and, and throw it in the letterbox. 
<laughs> no, no. And I think that's a really fair point there. It's actually one of kind of the most common things that pops up in a letter, uh, whether it be from 1918, 1940, mm -hmm. 1930s. It's it's someone apologizing for their penmanship or explaining, you know, oh, I'm writing on the back of a book while I'm laying on bed or, mm -hmm. you know, I had to change my pen because this one <laughs> gave out. So we've we've always been very conscious of uh, how we present ourselves uh, in the letters, especially. And, and it's, it's fun to kind of spot it throughout the decades of, of various excuses for oh you know my pencil broke or this sort of thing there I love that you also did a write more letters project as well didn't you I do yeah so it's it's still ongoing which oh, is cool. the exciting part it was it was supposed to be limited um just during the pandemic but the response to it was really lovely so the write more letters project is an initiative where I my husband actually designed with me a number of um tees and totes and jumpers and things that say write more letters on them mm -hmm. and through the sale of them we give 100% of the proceeds to a US charity which benefits veterans and military families oh gorgeous it's a really nice idea another thank you thing, very much thank you another thing that I came across on the website was the postcards so Dublin through postcards yeah yeah no that that was definitely fun that was that was a project I, or a, a yeah project a blog I did for the archive during um, when one of the lockdowns lifted and it was just awesome because, you know, I hadn't been, I live in Rathfarnham, but I hadn't been to Dublin for about three months at yeah. that point. And so I, I dug out all my Dublin postcards from the archive and I said, right, we're getting on the bus, we're masking up, we're going and we're <laughs> doing this. And it was really cool because I got to go around to these places that, you know, we walk by every day, but see them in the context of these old tourist postcards that had been sent, you know, decades earlier and kind of bring them back to the place and see oh, what's changed or what's still the same. I love it because obviously it's love letters, but also there's an element of history there. Like you're getting a lot of information that you can't really get any other way. Yeah, I think that's that's a really the kind of the attractive part for me. Mm. I think I mean, I love the love letter aspect and I, I love receiving letters myself. But especially during COVID, when everyone was kind of at home, I became very involved in pen palling myself. And a lot of the letters that I sent would be, you know, what I consider historic artifacts from what I have in the archives. So I have letters from 1918 that explain the Spanish flu mm. in the same way that someone around the world may have a letter from me explaining, you know, we can't go X miles outside mm -hmm. of our house and we're not able to buy these things. And and those are just really tangible pieces of history that unless we advocate for them and preserve them, won't be here um, in the future. How difficult is it to find letters? It's getting a little bit trickier, um, just generally because they are a limited resource. Yeah. Uh, I believe that everyone has a letter story. So I'm always heartened to hear like your story there and stories from readers that write into the archive. I'm always pleased to hear that, you know, they have their granny's letters or mm. they have their letters from their dad while he was deployed in Nam or, or something along those lines. But I also receive a fair number of letters uh, to the to the email that just sort of say, you know, oh, I had family letters or there was rumor of family letters, but they were destroyed or something happened to them and I don't have them. So a lot of people approach the project in a way where they attach to certain series of letters and, and the, they are real stories. So people become very attached to them in a way that um, is, is quite beautiful to see. Yeah, I can imagine. And I'm kind of jealous that you get to experience it as someone who just gets to read them as an outsider almost because you're going to feel differently to the person that it was aimed for. So I just, I'd love that. I love that idea. It's, 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 that's a really beautiful way of putting it because I feel very lucky and privileged. You know, I'm not the last person that these letters are going to be with. Mm -hmm. I'm the keeper of them for the time being. 
And I really do feel uh, a privilege to work on the stories. And I'm always advocating for the fact, and I remind readers regularly that these are real people and real stories because it can get very easy, especially some of the, you know, surreal, amazing things mm -hmm. that these letters recount. It can get very easy to sensationalize them. But I ask people to just remember uh, to treat them with the respect that I treat them with because they are real people. How can people find out more info about flea market love letters? I would love to hear from anyone who has a letter story. They can find me on Instagram at flea market love letters or the website is the same flea market love letters.com. And every month we do a newsletter full of letter lover stories. There's found stories, books about letters, all sorts of great stuff. And uh, readers can subscribe to that on the site. Amazing. Liz McGuire, thank you so much for chatting to us. Thanks, Louise. It's been a pleasure.